0: This is the Roshik Nigeria update from the 24th of February, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. A statement from President Buhari's office on Wednesday the 23rd confirmed that he will finally sign the electoral bill on Friday the 25th, which will now become a law. Lawmakers had sent the bill to the president last month. Despite the 2021 coronavirus pandemic, the Nigerian economy grew by more than 3%. The National Bureau of Statistics reported this in its 2021 GDP report released on Thursday the 17th. This is the highest annual growth in the country in seven years. And some more news on the economy, the International Monetary Fund, also known as IMF, warned on Monday the 21st that e which is the country's digital currency, uh, faces a high risk of being compromised and used for illegal transactions like money laundering and terrorism financing. However, the IMF said that e-Naira's benefits like financial inclusion and easy cross-border fund transfers do outnumber these risks. So it called on the central bank to quickly address the problems by creating a strict identity verification system. The UK Minister for Africa, Vicky Ford, announced that the UK will invest about $100 million to support small and medium-sized enterprises that lack access to capital in the country. And it will also support First Gem, which is a gender-focused special business account that promotes gender inclusion by improving lending and support to female clients. Thus, at least $30 million will be allocated to women entrepreneurs. Still talking about the U.K. news, the U.K. embassy announced on Monday the 21st that British energy company Amec Foster Wheeler Energy will pay Nigeria a $285,000 compensation in the next four weeks. Last year, the U.K.'s serious fraud office found the company guilty of using corrupt practices in the oil and gas sector from 1996 to 2014 in Nigeria and five other countries the money will be used for the construction of road infrastructure. Back in 2017, Nigeria filed a lawsuit against the U.S. bank J.P. Morgan. The hearing of the lawsuit took place on Wednesday the 23rd at the London High Court. Apparently, the bank was supposed to transfer $875 million to the government's account because companies Shell and Eni had purchased an oil field. However, the bank transferred the money to the bank account of the former Oil Minister Dan Itete, Nigeria wants $2 billion in compensation for the bank's mistake. However, a spokesman for the bank said it acted appropriately in making the payments as they were authorized by senior representatives of the Nigerian government. On to some corporate news, multinational company It, which produces products like Dettol and Durex in the country, launched its 2022 graduate trainee program called It Trailblazers on Tuesday the 22nd. The company also said it has both three- and six-month internship programs for students still in school to gain work experience. The graduate recruitment process will have four stages. In the first stage, candidates will be required to fill out an online application, then take psychometric tests, and after that, a case study assessment will be conducted. The final stage of the recruitment process is an interview with a manager at the company. Although applications are not being received yet, interested candidates can stay updated on the company's news with the link in our show notes. And now let's move on to some news about health. Lagos State expanded the offerings under its health insurance scheme on Saturday the 19th. Full coverage for family planning and part coverage for HIV and tuberculosis was included as part of the plan. All enrollees will receive family planning services without cost, but the cost for HIV and tuberculosis treatments will still be partly covered by residents. The state governor said that introducing the new products was necessary to ensure that residents in the state have access to affordable and quality health care. The WHO said on Friday the 18th that Nigeria and five other African countries will receive the technology needed to produce mRNA vaccines, which is the technology used by companies like Pfizer and Moderna for their COVID-19 shots. This is part of the WHO's technology transfer project that was launched last year. The director general of the organization said the pandemic demonstrated how reliance on a few companies to supply global public goods was limiting and dangerous. He also mentioned that in the long run, the best way to address health emergencies and reach universal health coverage is to significantly decrease the capacity of all regions to manufacture the health products they need. On the same day, an article published in Doha News, which is a Qatari news website, caused an uproar on Twitter. The article revealed that several Nigerians in Qatar faced the risk of deportation due to an unavailability of passport booklets at the Nigerian embassy. The article also includes an interview with the former Qatar branch president of the Nigerians in Diaspora organization. He expressed his frustration over the lack of passport machines at the embassy in Qatar and urged the Nigerian government to urgently address the issue. And now for some entertainment news. Music reality show The Voice announced on Saturday the 19th that it has started receiving submissions for the new season of the show. Interested participants are able to record and upload a one-minute video of them singing, fill out a form, and submit the video on the show's website, which you can find in our show notes. The Future Awards Africa were held on Sunday the 20th. Awards were given to people in the country from ages 18 to 31 for outstanding achievements. The most popular winners of the night were artist Thames in the music category and Kennedy Ekeze, the CEO of software app Kippa in the technology category. And finally, let's close this edition with some sports news, uh, starting with news on the 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifying fixture between Nigeria and Ghana that was to be held in two legs on the 24th and 27th of March. The Confederation of African Football announced on Monday the 21st that the dates for the matches have been changed. The first leg will be held in Ghana on the 25th of March and the reverse fixture on the 29th in Nigeria. On a positive note, women's teams are doing great. The women's senior basketball team rose from 15 to 14 in the world rankings. On Wednesday, the 23rd, the women's senior national football team, the Super Falcons, qualified for the African Cup of Nations with a 1-0 win over Ivory Coast in the second leg of the qualifying match for the competition, which will be held in July the Super Falcons also won the first leg of the match that was played on Friday the 18th. And now onto some not-so-great sports news. Sprinter Blessing Okabare was given a 10-year ban from athletics on Friday the 18th. The athletics integrity unit said she was banned for five years for the use of two prohibited substances, one being human growth hormone and the other, bear with me, recombinant erythropoietin which increased red blood cell count, and the other five years was for not cooperating with the investigation into the case by refusing to turn in her cell phone to the unit as evidence. She was suspended from the Olympic Games last year, and last month, U.S. prosecutors determined that she was a client of a man accused of providing performance-enhancing drugs to athletes. She has 30 days to appeal the decision, And if the decision is upheld, it will likely signal the end of the career of the 33-year-old. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Uh, Did we miss anything important? What would you like us to talk about in the next update? Send us a DM on Instagram at Rorschach Nigeria, that's O-R-O-S-H-O-K Nigeria, to let us know your thoughts and ideas. Sego Bay!